Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm Dr. J.A. Jones, your spiritual coach, encourager, and friend. I'm here to help you find spiritual solutions to real problems. Each week, we deliver solutions to issues you're facing in life or someone you care about. Let's get started. Welcome to Thinking Into Success. I'm glad you're back with us today. Today we want to talk about mental illness, how stress less and how you can live more. How to stress less as well as live more. This is J.A. Jones. I'm glad that you're with me today. It's a very important topic in our country as well as in our world. In today's fast-paced world, which we are very fast-paced, chronic stress is very common. But our mind and our body can play a heavy price. Your mind, my mind, and our bodies can pay a high price. Now, we got to live with what we have, but we can overcome what we know. You know, knowledge is empowering. So what you don't know can hurt you or hinder you. So when I say we got to live with what we have, that's what we have in our society. We live in a corrupted, fallen society at every level. But then there's good in our society as well because God is good. And we have truth. We have the Bible to go by. And that's a good thing, without a doubt. Now, when you think about stress, because I want to help you today, and how to stress less and live more. I mean, live more in a better place, live more toward abundance and relationships and health and mentality in your finances, in your body, how you can get better in every area. Now, as we deal with stress, one of the aspects of stress or chronic stress possibly is fight, or flight response, which happens in the body. This happens when you feel threatened. Your nervous system responds by releasing a flood of stress hormones, including adrenaline and cortisol, which rouse the body for emergence action, for an emergency action, without a doubt. You know that. Your heart pounds faster, muscles tighten, blood pressure rises, breath quickens, and your senses become sharper. These physical changes increase your strength and stamina, speed up your reaction time, and enhance your focus, preparing you to either fight or flee from impending dangers at hand. Wow, that's important to know. There are so many people today that actually have a resting heart rate where you're sitting down, for example, you're not running, you're not walking fast, you're just sitting down and your resting heart rate is 100 plus beats. It's too fast, 110, 115, or your pulse is pretty high. And many times that is based on childhood experiences. Now you're an adult, and nothing's changed 
because of the effects of chronic stress. Now, your nervous system isn't very good at distinguishing between emotional and physical threats. If you're super stressed over an argument with a friend, for example, or you have to meet a deadline at work, or you have a lot of bills to pay, or bills that you think you cannot pay and you're trying to figure out how to steal from Peter to pay Paul. Your body can react just as strongly as if you're facing a true life or death situation. What do I mean by that? If you're in the woods and you see a bear, you're gonna either fight or flight, and you're close to that bear I'm talking about. You're almost face to face with the bear. You're gonna have an adrenaline rush. Cortisol is gonna be rushing through your body. So you're going to either huh, get something and try to knock him down, or you're going to get out of there as quickly as you can and as swiftly as you can. So a lot of times people still have that same adrenaline and cortisol impact in their body. And they're sitting down, they're in the classroom, they're at work, or they're at home. But yet, they're in that state of chronic stress. Their heart rate is still high. Their pulse is still abnormal because they have been living with chronic stress so long till they can't tell the difference, at least in their mind. But other people can tell when they're really stressed or acting out of the stressful lifestyle that they have acquired through childhood, most of the time it's not your fault as a child, but now you're an adult, you can't differentiate between reality or not. Now, because a lot of the health problems are caused or exacerbated by stress, some of the things could be depression, anxiety, all types of pain, sleep disorders or sleep problems, digestive problems, skin conditions, heart disease, weight problems, reproductive issues, thinking or memory problems. Now that happens when a person is in that constant state. Those are one of the things that take place because sometimes a person can be in stress overload and it can affect their cognitive uh, ability. For example, memory problems, inability to concentrate, poor judgment, seeing only the negative, anxious or racing thoughts, constantly worrying for whatever reason. They're just going through the motion. Now, sometimes they have emotional problems. For example, depression, mood swings, feeling overwhelmed, loneliness, isolation, or mental or emotional problems, as I've already stated. But what about physical symptoms? aches and pains, diarrhea, nausea, being nauseated, in other words, dizzy, chest pains, loss of sex drive, frequent colds or flu. Behavior symptoms could be eating more or less, sleeping too much or too little, withdrawing from others, procrastinating or neglecting their responsibilities using alcohol, cigarettes, smoking a lot, drugs, in excess, legal or illegal. Those things happen. 
nervous habits. You ever seen someone just biting their nail a lot or just walking the floor, they're pacing. These are so many issues that people are facing today. But I want you to know that a stressful heart weighs a person down. But when you get a word that helps you to get better, that will make you be better. It will cheer you up. There's many principles in the Bible talks about that. So I'm going to give you a word today that will encourage you and cheer you up, help you to get better spiritually, practically, in every way. God wants you to be strong, not strong in yourself. Not This is not self-help, not in its entirety, but you got to play a part in it. It is where you ask for God's help so you can be strong and courageous. You don't have to be frightened. You don't have to be dismayed. For God will be with you wherever you go because you have a relationship with God. I hope you do. If you do not, you need to. God loves you. He will not leave you behind. He knows where you are. Now, let me say something there. Bad things do happen to good people because we're in a fallen world. Sometimes people do bad things to good people. That doesn't mean God is bad. That means the actions of the individual were bad, horrific. It was crazy. So Psalms 119 tells us too, trouble and distress have come upon me, but your commands give me delight. Psalms 119 verse 143. Isn't that encouraging? I hope it is. Do not fear, stress, because it's going to happen. We're all going to encounter some level of it. You must put your faith in God. He will see you through any challenging times. That's God's promise. Psalms 94 tells us this, verse 19. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. When you have a lot of cares, God will comfort you. God will console you because he's that type of God. As you talk to him in prayer, and listen to what he has to say as you worship him, as you give him honor and give him first place in your life, you'll be amazed how you can get through problems and get through situations. You got to know that going forward. Now, let's talk about some things from a practical standpoint as well as we go forward to help you to understand how you can stress less and live more. We know you have to cast all of your care on him. First Peter chapter 5 tells us that. Because he cares for you. There's no way you can make it through this world and through stressful situations without God. He's your source. He's not a resource. Understand me. He is your source. He's the source of your strength, the source of your life, the source of wisdom, he's everything you need. Knowledge is power. I want to empower you with the right knowledge. Man has one thing, but God has the best thing. And know that. So when we talk about stress, stress is a physical and emotional response to an overwhelming event or life challenges or overwhelming responsibilities. Sometimes what we are responsible for, we feel like it's so overwhelming. It could be at home, could be at work, 
could be in a community. And sometimes you got to realize it can produce chronic and unhealthy stress in your life. Now, you cannot always control the causes of your stress or the causes of stress, but you can control the way you react to those stressors or to stress in its entirety. Relieving stress with a healthy lifestyle. I want to mention that to you now as we go forward. I put together actually a course, uh, six modules, but I'm going to give you the first module uh, from my heart. Okay, I'm planning on promoting that real soon. But relieving stress with a healthy lifestyle, I'm going to give you some practical, and I'll give you some spiritual things to help you to understand how to go forward, even though we're living in a stressful environment. You can have a stress-free zone in your life. Just like you have an umbrella, and you go outside because you need to use it eventually. Like now, it just stopped raining, but it's still a beautiful day. But the purpose of an umbrella is to protect you from the weather, whatever that weather is that you don't like. Too much sun, too much rain. Just put it up once you go outside, and rain does not have to get on your brain. <laughs> it does not have to get on your mind or, or your, your face or your body, per, for example. That means you're protected. You have an area in your life that is protected from the inclement weather. You can have a stress-free zone. See, life can happen on the outside of you badly and crazy, but it doesn't have to happen on the inside, in your mind. Every thought that we think, we don't have to focus on, as well as we don't have to say it. You know, at school, they have a bully-free zone. I mean, sometimes I've seen signs that have stress-free zone, which means you got to watch what you say and who you say it to. You can't just say anything to anybody because you can hurt them and you can discourage them. You can become a bully and maybe not know it. And most bullies know that they are one. Okay, but we can live life from a stress-free standpoint in our own thinking and how we process situations. So as we go forward, we know stress is an automatic response to any physical or mental demand placed on ourselves. You can have certain strategies, which I will give to you, and how to defeat stress. Some people say manage stress. I believe you can stop it right at the door. You can defeat it. Let me give you a couple of examples. I got several here as we go forward. One of them uh, is this, sleep. <laughs> Get some sleep. Go to bed. You need sleep. Get enough sleep because why is that? It helps your mind and decision-making more sound when you get enough sleep. The goal is to get what we call, or what they have called, REM sleep. Rapid eye movement, R-E-M sleep. That is where you're at the stage at certain times of the night when you're sleeping, or whenever you go to sleep for those six to eight hours or more, probably at least six to eight, where your body begins to repair itself. It begins to rejuvenate and cells and all of those things are, are formed and reformed and you get the best sleep when you can get to that REM sleep. And that's possibly when you're dreaming, when you're having uh, a relaxing time and you ever had somebody to wake you up out of a good sleep. 
You probably said, why did you wake me up? I was sleeping good. I know you said it before. But if you can't sleep, read something. Listen to some soothing music. Listen to some gospel music, classical music. Listen to some jazz if you want to. I mean, hopefully it's good for your psyche and for your mind. But whatever you need to do to get some sleep, do it. You've got to go to sleep at a certain time of the night for sure. Not, maybe not one or two in the morning. You know, I like to stay up late a lot of times myself studying or preparing for something. But try to go to bed at 10 or 11, the latest, hopefully 10. But you need to get some sleep. That's the point. The second thing is this. Maintain a healthy diet. You have to eat right. Then you'll be right. Don't react to stress in life by eating bad stuff. Hot dogs, hamburger, ice cream all the time, cakes, anything sugary. You know, we call it comfort food. You know, all of the candy and all of the things that kind of calm us down, at least we think it does. And what we can do is blame somebody else because of what we are experiencing or the stress that is coming in our life. You can't blame nobody. I think somebody said that's the Adam syndrome. Adam blamed Eve and Eve blamed the serpent. So we all try to blame somebody for our own choosing and our own decisions. Yes, people can influence you, but it's ultimately your decision to eat right or not. It really is. So that's why I'm helping you today to understand you have to eat good things like fruits, vegetables, grapes, strawberries, bananas. I mean, you don't want to overdo it, but eat healthy things. Salads, soups. Eat something that won't damage your self, per se, as far as gaining weight, because a lot of times comfort foods cause you to gain weight, especially if you don't exercise. Nothing wrong with comfort foods, but you should not be trying to comfort yourself with comfort foods four or five days a week, especially late at night, because the mood is not right, okay? Maintain a healthy diet. I'm going to call it a diet, all right? All right, next thing is this. Make time for yourself. I call it me time. Try to spend just a few moments each day doing something you want to do. Yes, I'm talking to you. Make time for yourself. A lot of times we are givers. You see people that are busybodies. They're doing this and they're going there to help people. And that has its place. Even the Bible says there's a time and season for everything. There's a time to work. Then there's a time to rest. It is. So you got to make time for yourself because it helps you to process life better. Because once you get away, you become better. You'll be more productive when handling day-to-day activities or duties when you take time for yourself and literally do something you want to do. Whether you're married, you need to let your spouse do something they want to do. You're single, you can do what you want to do anytime you want to do it. That's up to you. Whether you're a single parent, tell your children, close the door or do what you got to do. Nope, I'm, I'm spending about 30 minutes for myself right now. Not tomorrow, not later. Y'all are older enough, y'all are big enough, y'all can fix your own food at the moment, but don't burn the house down, okay? 
So you have to make time no matter what place you are in life, relationally, you still must make time because you, you will be in a better frame of mind to be able to cope with certain stresses. We are too busy in this busy, busy world, in this high technological society. You can improve the quality of your life and your mental outlook when you make time for yourself. I call it me time. I don't know what you're going to call it, but make time. The next thing is this. Stick to your values and goals. It will help you to de-stress because you'll know your boundaries. You'll know what you're wanting to do versus what you don't want to do. Find out what's most important for your life. Then focus on embracing your values and what you want to achieve in your life. Now, if you're married, you got to pass it by your spouse. If you're single, you may have to pass it by your children that are living at home. You need an accountability partner as well. If you have goals, somebody need to help you and encourage you to go down that path to reaching your goals. Whatever value you have, you must set boundaries so you can stay within your own values. Life can get hectic. It is easy to forget what your values and goals are because, you know, it will prevent you from reaching those things if you get caught up in the hustle and bustle of life. So stick to your values and goals. It reminds me uh, like a, a stamp that you put on the envelope. Most of the time, I have rarely seen a stamp come off an envelope. So when you put a, a stamp on the envelope, you know what? It sticks to the envelope until it gets to its destination. You need to stick to your values and your goals. And you know what? You will be blessed. You will see blessings on the other side of it because it will help you grow. See, goals are not a destination, for example. It really isn't. Goals help you grow, help you to know who you are and your limitations, and to help you to understand there is no limitations. The next one is this. Just say no. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just say no. Every yes costs time, and it may cost your family. It could cost you your health. There are times when you must draw the line in the sand. I said it before. You may have to create a boundary in your life. If you don't create one, nobody else would do it for you. So sometimes you have to just say no. You need to protect what's most important by saying no more often. If someone wants you to do something and you would like to do it, but you may not have the time, you could say, well, I cannot do it now, but I would do it tomorrow. Or I can't do it tomorrow, but let me see what's in my schedule and I can probably do it in about a week. But you must not automatically say yes to everything. Say no if you are not sure because it's best to keep your yes yes and your no no if you say you're going to do it you got to do it if you say you're not going to do it they already know it okay that's going to help you to stress less because we put too much pressure on ourselves when we say yes to most of the things and you know you can't live up to it you know you can't accomplish that you know you're not able to meet those demands or do that because of where you are in life Okay, let's move forward. Water and stress reduction. Very, very 
important. Drink a glass of water to unwind from your stress-filled life. Now, most people <laughs> don't like to drink water because it has no taste or if it, it may have a bad taste or an aftertaste. You know, they do have flavored water today. There's so many different brands, you know, Nestle, Zephyr Hills, Eternal, I believe that's what it's called, Mountain Water. Whatever it is, find water that you like, okay? And buy those bottles of water or find a way to get more in your system every day. Cortisol is a stress hormone. Staying hydrated can keep your stress levels down. Did you know that? This is a did you know moment. Did you know that? When you're staying hydrated, uh, hydrated, it can keep your stress levels down. Mm -hmm. So you need to drink more water. Health authorities recommend eight ounces glasses, about it's about two liters, over half a gallon daily. Just eight, an eight ounce glass. Okay, eight of them, in other words. Okay, you got to do that. Half a gallon or a gallon of water, however you are shaped and however you can do it, but it's so important to stay hydrated. That means you got plenty of water in your system. They tell me a lot of people end up in the emergency room because they are dehydrated. They don't drink enough water. And some people have foam around their mouth or they have what we call dry mouth probably because they're not consuming enough water. They say our bodies are made up of, I don't know for sure, 60 to 80% of water. So we need water in our system, okay? As we go through the process of life, it will help us to perform better. If you're an athlete, you know you gotta drink a lot of water. If you are working outside in the heat, you have to drink a lot of water. You'll be dehydrated quickly. So we all must know that water is valuable and vital to our stressing or not stressing as much stress reduction, but also to our health. It helps you uh, go to the bathroom more regularly. You, you have better bowel movements. I mean, there's so many benefits. It helps your skin, someone said. You know, it helps a lot. Again, water will reduce stress as well. You got to drink some water. Drink, put some H2O down it, your system. My granddaughter said agua. I believe that's kind of how it said, agua. I want some agua. Okay, her parents taught her that. Let's go forward. You have to get along. I talked about the me time. Please do that. Then you have to get away. I think an airline, that was part of their motto. Do you want to get away? Do you want to get away? Yes. Get away from the normal environment. Even if, you, even if you just go outside for three hours or go to the park, you don't, you don't have to spend money to get away or just go somewhere that you enjoy the scenery. Go to the beach for a couple of hours. You need to get away from the norm. Get away from the hustle and bustle. Get away from the noise in your house or noise outside of your house. You need to get away and it will help you to stay and be strong in your life and be strong in faith and be strong in the Lord. You got to get away. You got to get away and spend time with God, the creation. 
Look at the trees. Look at the stars at night. You know, look at uh, the wonders of life. Get away, okay? I think I said it. Hopefully you heard it. Not only that, my last point really is get together. That'll help you to stress less. Get together with who? Get together with people that encourages you. Get together with people at your church more often than less. A lot of people do it less, but you need to do it more often. With, when people get together, there's a synergy and then there's an energy that comes through sharpening and encouraging one another, saying words of, of encouraging instead of words of discouraging to one another. Because the Bible says, the Bible is filled with what I call one another verses. Pray for one another, love one another, bear one another's burdens, so fulfill the law of God. So it's filled with one another's. And once we do that, you will be helped and you'll realize you're not as bad as you thought you are. Because when you hear another person's story, another person's testimony, you may say, I'm not that bad of what I'm going through. Let me stop talking about it. Let me just give God praise, give God glory. And when I say that, give God praise or give him glory, you're honoring your creator. You're honoring your source. That's what I mean by that. Every day I try to uh, say this, Lord, I thank you for another day. Lord, I'm so grateful for my family, grateful for my house. I'm grateful for what you blessed me with. I'm, I'm just grateful with health and strength. Lord, thank you. And that's what I say every day as much as I can. And, and that helps me. It kind of shifts my thinking and my mindset because I know I'm going to face some adversity sometime. So all of these things I share with you today, I hope that you took it to heart and you know that you can stress less and you can live more. Thank you for listening to Thinking Into Success. Now, if you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, Click the like and follow button. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. I look forward to you being with us on the next episode. Until next time.